say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, everyone. This is Krista with Krista Does Numbers on IQ Podcast in Attorney King Studios. Today with me, I have my co-host, CB, um, your business reality. Hello. Thank you for coming. And I have my guest with me, Suzanne Johnson. She is with Grace Financial Con- Coaching, right? Yes. Yeah, coaching. Okay. So she is a finance coach. Um, and uh, thank you so much for being here with us today. We're going to talk a little bit about our some uh, in relation to the stimulus check and some ideas about that. But first off, let's get into, Suzanne, what got you started in financial coaching? So I found myself uh, in about $90,000 of debt uh, after college, a couple years after college. And I finally had my aha moment that this isn't how I wanted to live anymore. I didn't want to continue to be checking my my account balance online every five minutes. I didn't want to be going into my bank account on Fridays. At that time, I actually got paid weekly, which is, is still pretty uh, rare and, and figuring out, you know, okay, I got to pay this this week and that that week, because if I don't, then I'm not going to pay it and I'm going to spend my money. And I just kind of finally reached my breaking point. And I was able to sign up for a class and uh, uh, luckily someone actually paid for me to take it. And it really changed everything for me. And I was able to pay off that $90,000 in about three and a half years uh, when I was single. So uh, it really changed my life. And I have been leading that class and helping friends and family part-time as a financial coach uh, for almost five years now. And I finally went full-time with it uh, last June. Oh, nice. Wow, congrats. That's a big step. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, but congratulations paying off so much in such a short period of time. I mean, I know... 90,000 seems like pretty significant. So, yeah, being able to do that, that's quite a feat in itself. So as a finance coach, like what is it that you do, like what, like kind of a, a simple process as far as how you take people through, um, you know, once you bring them on, the steps that you take to help them? Absolutely, yeah. Everyone's situation is going to be different. I work with people who have no debt. I work with people who have $30,000 worth of debt. And I work with people who have hundreds of thousands in student loan debt. That's probably the most popular uh, form of debt these days, unfortunately. Uh, but what we do as financial coaches is we take an overall holistic approach to your entire financial life. We don't just look at the debt and if you're paying it down fast enough. Um, we don't just look at if you're saving enough for retirement. Uh, everyone's got their own specific situation and we look at how those pieces are functioning together or not functioning together. 
and I make objective recommendations to get you on a path to a more stable future and carefree life. I don't want you having that life that I had where I was checking my bank account every five minutes. <laughs> Finances are a stressful thing. Money is a stressful thing. Um, it's very appropriate we're having this conversation during the time of coronavirus and the pandemic. Uh, but what I do, whether we're in that time or not, is I guide my clients into developing a manageable, long-term household budget. Something that you can stick with that is not overwhelming and doesn't leave you sitting in the house on Friday night not doing anything because you've got no money to spend. Um, I also establish long-term goals. I help people set up sinking funds to help them achieve those goals. We definitely pay down debt faster. Uh, we eliminate inefficiencies from spending. And really the ultimate goal is to develop these healthy financial behaviors now to gain authority over your money and build wealth as you keep going. Thanks. Now, you actually took, because um, you're quote unquote certified, so you took some sort of special uh, um, well, course, um, and that was with Dave, the, through Dave Ramsey, correct? Yes. So I am what they call a Dave Ramsey preferred coach. Right. There's actually Dave Ramsey has one of my favorite quotes. I don't quote it right for him, so we need to like let him know that it needs to be like how I said. So if he can do that for me, that'd be great. But awesome. what I like to say is, um, you know, if you don't tell your money where to go, it's going to tell you where it went and it, it's some it's not quite exactly how he says it but that's the way I remember it so just let him know that right and that's really what a budget is it's telling your money where to go so that at the the quote is so that at the end of the month you don't wonder where it went and I think people hear the word budget and I'm sure you've heard this before and it's the same connotation as the word diet and all of a sudden it means removing something and it means taking something good away from you and it means discipline and pain and things like that but really we can budget your budget so that you're eating filet mignon every night or we can budget your budget so that you're eating rice and beans every night <laughs> it really is it depends on obviously the the shovel the size of your income uh and what you want to accomplish you know if, if that's what you want to accomplish if that's your goal then we will set up that budget and you will hopefully be happy in the long term <laughs> right and i you know i can say like in my own experience because i i did you know being it, with a you know accounting and financial background you know i was I, I, I know a lot about budgeting and just wasn't doing it for myself um when i finally sat down and did that like i remember you know it's kind of funny i look back now and like there'd be times i'd be walking down the street and i'd see all these people like out and you know eating and like why can't I make money so I can do that? And, you know, like, why does my budget have to blah, blah, blah? You know, I like kind of self-criticizing or whatever. And now I'm like, I am so glad, right, that I took the, those kind of like those painful steps in a way, um, it, you know, rather than, I guess it's more of like a FOMO mentality, right? The fear of missing out, like kind of a thing, like that's sort of like what I was experiencing. And now, but I'm just looking back, I'm like, I'm so glad that I, that I uh, disciplined myself because I was able to put money away. And so I'm, I'm financially like stable. And like, even if I did lose my job, I'd still be okay. I mean, obviously not forever, but I'd be okay. But in a way, it's a freedom, a freedom of choice of what you want to do with your money. Like you're not like, oh my God, like there's a lot of people working lost their jobs right now. Yeah. And they have to pay their house. They have to pay the bill still. And if there is another circumstances where they had a little bit of money saved up, they wouldn't feel like so tied up. Yeah. So it's not it's not even for what I can do today, but it's also like what can happen in the future that we may not know. Like exactly yeah. like 
Wait, where we're right. And that's, and actually that's kind of one of the thoughts that I, that I had, that I kind of came to me. It's like, you know, I was kind of focused on what I was losing in that moment rather than what I was gaining in the future. And now right. it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, like I'm gaining, you know, just, I don't have to have that financial stress right now is what I gained by being disciplined in that sense. And so, I mean, I'll, I'll probably going to look at my budget again and just start cutting back even more, you know, I don't know. I mean, who knows, but anyways, but that's definitely uh, one thing that I wanted, um, you know, that, that I've learned in, in doing, going through the process myself. But, um, so I wanted to, to also talk with you, right? So everyone's getting the, you know, economic payment checks or more commonly known as stimulus checks. So what are some of your, I mean, you know, people have already gotten them or they're getting, going to be getting them in the mail, like, you know, now or within the next few days. Like, so what are some recommendations that you would have, um, you know, obviously depending on, let's just say one, you have lost your job. Like, what do you do with that money? Or two, you maybe have got cut back half hours and then a third scenario, like maybe everything's fine. You still have your job. Like, so let's just kind of go through those little three scenarios and just to, you know, educate people like what to do with their check rather than just going out and buying pizza. Oh, amen. And, and let me just tell you something. It, it, I, I am not getting uh, an economic impact payment, but uh, we would be using it towards groceries because I am, we have spent so much on groceries recently. It is just out of control. <laughs> I did not realize two adults could eat this much. And, you know, we're not, neither of us are teenage boys or anything like that. It's just me and my husband. But if I never see the inside of a grocery store again, it will be too soon. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so a lot of people right now are receiving those economic impact payments more widely referred to as stimulus checks. Um, also, people are receiving tax returns right now. People who were already on track to file by April 15th. So you might be getting a lot of money. I had a client last week who ended up with a windfall of about $7,500. And they called me and they're like, what are we supposed to do with this right now? <laughs> so yeah. to go back to your point, some people have experienced a total job loss. Um, they may have been furloughed and it's a uh, indeterminate amount of time, or they may have just been completely laid off. So if you are in that group of people and you have qualified and gotten your economic impact payment, uh, we want to use that money to cover what we refer to as the four walls in the budget category, shelter, food, utilities, and transportation. So again, those are the things we're going to focus on. We want you to bring all of your debt payments down to the minimum amount required. If you are truly in the situation where it is pay the rent or pay your visa bill, I want to make it very clear that I want you to pay your rent on time. Uh, because really, the worst thing that's going to happen in a, in a six-month period of time, God forbid we take that long to come back from now, states as, you know, the day that we're recording this, a couple states reopened this week. Um, I would rather your visa bill, your American Express bill, whatever it is, be in collections than you be without shelter. So sometimes we get so freaked out. We have debt collectors calling us. We have, we know that our credit card bill is overdue and we get so caught up and we end up focusing on that. Right now, focus on shelter, food, utilities, and transportation. If you're in the group of people where you are still getting income, maybe it's been cut back a little bit or you're unsure of how your job is going to be moving forward and you may still get furloughed, get into that same frame of mind. 
focus on shelter, food, utilities, and transportation. Again, bring debt payments, student loans, credit cards, car payments down to the minimum. If you were working on paying them off, we're just gonna have to take a break right now, pay the absolute minimum on those things. And as you said, Krista, cut back on unnecessary spending because in the long run, that's gonna make a bigger difference. If you've received your stimulus check and your income is completely stable, you are an essential employee. You've got a $3 raise like the, the client I have who works at Target <laughs> right now. Um, utilize that impact, uh, in economic impact payment for whatever you were working towards. If you were working towards paying down debt, fantastic. If you were working on building up an emergency fund when all of this started, keep doing that. If you were trying to pay your house down sooner, fantastic. Make a contribution to retirement. Or something that I'm uh, focusing uh, with some people on who really don't need the money right now, find someone who does need it. Uh, find a charity, find a church, um, a group that you trust and make a donation. You know, put some money aside for yourself, pay off a little bit of your car loan. But if, if you know that, you know, you don't really need that money right now, blessing someone with something could make a huge difference. Pay for somebody's groceries in the line behind you. Um, so that would be a great, fantastic position to be in right now. But again, uh, I just saw an article today that it says 50% of Americans have been somehow impacted by this coronavirus, by the shutdowns. 50% of Americans have had their income impacted. So um, it, it's really staggering numbers. So if you can bless someone right now, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that's great. I like that. Um, so Suzanne, how long, when did you start your business? Like how long have you been doing this now? I officially started the business last year. I've been full-time for almost a full year. Prior to that, I was helping friends and family and doing it part-time. Okay. So in this last like year or so doing this full-time, what are some grow business growing pains that, that you kind of wish that you know now that maybe you wish you'd, you know, someone had told you, you know, a year ago? <laughs> yeah, that's always the question. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, um, I assure you prior to this call, I told Krista, oh, I made lots of mistakes. <laughs> and, uh, and she's like, well, we only have 20 minutes. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> let's narrow that down. I would say um, the number one mistake I made, and I do actually still make it right now, is not uh, advertising myself enough among the people I already know. Um, I found myself on a training call earlier today and uh, one of our long-term Ramsey preferred coaches, she's been doing it for, I think she said nine years. She said, uh, I realized I got to a point within my first year that I was telling all these strangers what I was doing and I wasn't telling my support system what I was doing. I was so focused on bringing in outside prospects and clients that I didn't take the time to sit down and explain to my friends, my family, my church group, whoever your support system is made up of, what I was doing and who I was looking to help. And she said, after a year, I did that and it made a huge difference. And she didn't necessarily work with all of her friends and family, especially in financial coaching. Sometimes you don't want to work with your friends and family. It's yeah, a little too true. I, you know, sometimes I get family members will ask me, hey, will you do my tax return? I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't think I really want to do that. 
Right. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Um, There are definitely family members who I would coach and have helped with certain situations. And then there's other ones I would be like, yeah, let me go get someone else's phone number right now. (laughs) Yeah. I I got the perfect person for you. And it's not (laughs) anyone but me. Yeah. So I would say the mistake I still make is not focusing on my my network, my, my close support system and telling them what I need from them. Uh, what I did recently was I actually set up, um, a whole day out of my calendar to reach out to my friends who are all other business owners. And I scheduled 30 minute calls with them. And I said, Hey, what can I do to help you right now? And conversely, obviously every single one of them said, thank you so much for doing this. What can I do to help you? And two of them even said, oh, I should have brought your name up when I was at whatever, whatever. And you kind of have to keep reminding people what you're doing, even if they're in your inner circle. And so I still am struggling with that all the way up until this past Tuesday. And uh, so that's something that I need to focus on is to really tap into my, my tight support system and ask for help, but then also remind them what I'm doing and how they can help me. And don't be afraid to do that. Okay, great. And then also, like, I know you moved uh, recently from San Diego to the East Coast. Where on the East Coast are you again? So I'm originally from New York. I spent five years in San Diego, and that's where I uh, started my business. And now we are in Virginia Beach. Okay, so Virginia Beach. So, but my question specifically on that, right? So more coming from my my sort of tax background, right? So, So first you were in San Diego, California, right? So they have their own little nuances as far as you know, business licensure and what, you know, depending on what city you're in, that that. So having moved, I mean, so now, right, you have to go through all of that again, like, oh, I got to make sure, you know, so just kind of tell me about your experience with that, just to sort of educate some people that maybe didn't even know they needed a business license. Yeah. So uh, the process in San Diego was super easy. Um, I think it was $42 to file with the county, $44, whatever it was. The girl at the counter was fantastic. She was super helpful. Um, and then in San Diego, you have to file your business name with a, um, a company who's going to basically post it in their publication and they have to post it a certain number of times. And as long as no one objects to your business being created and the name of your business, you're good to go, but you got to hold on to that piece of paper. Uh, the problem with moving here to Virginia beach and the timing has been that I can't do that right now. (laughs) You're like, I'm still in San Diego. What are you talking about? (laughs) Exactly. So um, I am definitely going to probably be calling Krista next year and saying, so I paid myself earlier in this year. I was technically still a San Diego company, but I was already in Virginia. How am I going to do this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's just allocation and portions that have to occur, but um, there you go. But yeah, that's like, it's really not that difficult. but yeah, just, but yeah. yeah okay. So what I have learned from moving here during this time is that um, we take a lot of the in-person services for granted. My car is not registered yeah. right now. There's no DMVs open. Yeah, there are true. no county offices open in San Diego, uh, in Virginia Beach. There's no DMVs open. Um, I tried to actually do it online. Unfortunately, registering a car signing up for a new business license in Virginia. These are things you have to go in and do in person. Um, So I could definitely see a lot of this stuff changing moving forward, a lot more automated services. The the website for Virginia Beach was actually very helpful, but it stops you and says, 
please visit the local office at whatever location. And then you're kind of stuck, you're kind of stuck there. So I could see a lot more automation coming from all of this with those types of services that you're referring to. Right. Yeah. So Suzanne, what is a good place where people can um, um, find you? Should they uh, like, you know, want to talk to you about maybe starting their budget now that um, they realize they actually need one considering where we're at right now? Amen. So um, I am all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Uh, and then you can also visit my website at gracefinancialcoaching.com. I do offer a completely free 40-minute consultation. Uh, I also offer 15-minute phone calls right now. Um, this has been in response to the questions I've been getting, like, what do I do with my stimulus check? quick 15 minute answers. So you can actually set that up on my website as well too. And if you just have a really quick question about something specific um, that we can go over in 15 minutes, I'm more than happy to help free of charge to kind of give back uh, to everybody while this is all going on right now. Uh, but if you want a solution to set up now and recover through this pandemic with a plan, uh, and I promise you, we will all recover. We don't know how long it's gonna take, but there is definitely hope and i want to instill that in people and it is not too late to start as you said krista to get on a budget to find that financial freedom and know that um during the next crisis you will be set up not for failure but for success awesome all right so suzanne johnson the finder on like the facebook twitter instagram in linkedin yes um so suzanne johnson and that's and then uh grace financialconsulting.com GraceFinancialCoaching.com. Coaching, I'm sorry. Coaching. <laughs> it's okay. I, I've been called much worse. Don't worry. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Sam, thank you. I just want to honor you for being on today, for taking your time, and for offering um, the information to everyone. So, hopefully, it brings some, some peace and, and just sort of settle them some anxiety down to help them out with through this uh, financial, financial difficulty. So, again, Suzanne, thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, Krista. Nice to be with you guys today. Oh, yeah. Krista with Krista Does Numbers and my co-host, CB. CB, baby. CB, right. <laughs> Your business reality. Bye, everyone. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.